dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. And DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal, straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rouse. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs were the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash and DJ Killer Kev. You can't make this up podcast 92. 92 of them things. Wow. Mm. Can't believe that. That's, That's a lot of work. hundred creeping up, brother. Yeah, we got to have a uh, <laughs> yeah, meeting. post-pod meeting to get these things situated because we keep talking about it. Right. Like, hey, hundreds on the way. Before we know it, like, hundreds here. Right. Uh, Sound like black tie right here. <laughs> ooh. We'll get to that. Ooh, just a little, ooh, just a little ooh, sprinkle on the sauce ooh. for the day. Absolutely, man. Let's jump into this thing, man. Of course, today... And probably by the time you listen to this podcast, uh, the Super Bowl would already be played. Yeah. So you yeah. will hear our predictions and be like, he got it right. He yep. got it wrong. So kill a kid. You're first yeah. up the bat. First prediction. Uh, I'm going pick six, pick six early from Brady. Oh, another pick. You throw yeah. a pick six last year's yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm Didn't matter, back, though. Back to back. Right. It ain't going <laughs> to matter at the end of this equation. Uh, then I got Philly up, by, Philly up at halftime. Um, I'm gonna say by seven, and then I got New England winning by seven. Mm, can I get a score? I will give you thirty-one twenty-four. Mm. Thirty-one twenty-four. Okay, okay, okay. So I'm rolling with, <laughs> even though I know it's not gonna happen, the more talented team. Because yeah. Philly is more talented Absolutely. than the Patriots. I'm rolling with the Eagles 24-17. Mm, 24-17. I, like I just think the defensive front with Cox, pause, and, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the rest of the defensive line from Philly yeah. is going to cause problems. Like, they really don't have, like, defensive ends that, like, rush upfield. They have defensive tackles that put pressure in the middle of the field with mm-hmm. Fletcher Cox. And, um, oh, dang, I can't remember his name, but uh, another yeah. dude that's good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, he's go- I think the pressure up the gut is going to cause them problems. And uh, you know, I just I'm gonna just roll with them because I yeah. I know I know they have more talent, and you know we're just hoping Wentz doesn't fuck it up. Yeah, <laughs> the only the only reason why I went with the Patriots is because they have became the standard. And Facts. The the more that I try to fight that, the more trouble I get myself into financially, emotionally. <laughs> so I just I just came to the conclusion that until Belichick and Brady decide to do other things in life. They just gonna have to be in the conversation Smart because move. <laughs> because now do I want them to win? No. Will Philly win? Would I be happy? Hell yeah. Yeah. I would love to shake up. Just get that get that over. Like you know, Philly. I would love to see Philly riot tonight. Actually, because <laughs> I know Philly gonna turn up if they win that thing. But okay. So another question for you: What's better for sports talk tomorrow if the Eagles win or the Patriots win? Definitely the Eagles, man, because of the whole backup QB thing, man. They're going mm. to gonna bring that in into play. And, I mean, he ain't thrown an interception, I don't believe. I think he's been playing good ball. So it would just lead to 
Like, this is one of them games for him where he can put a lot of chips in his pocket after the night. He can cash out. If he just plays B, B plus work. Yeah, man. You, you, know? <laughs> you don't have to play great to no, win the game. You don't. You can play, you can play good. Just mm-hmm. play good. Don't turn the ball over. Uh, let die. your defense win the I game. Mean, uh, what's his name? Ajayi, yeah. Ajayi or whatever. Ajayi. Yeah. They got Blunt, been who like was crazy. on the Patriots last mm-hmm. year. So, you know. Uh, Blunt Chris, and Chris Long. Long. Yeah. Yep. So it's a lot of guys that know the quote unquote Patriot way. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's uh, uh, Michael Jenkins, Buckeye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's on Philly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then my second team, Florida yeah. State. A lot of Knowles on yeah. that Philly team. So, you know, yeah. I got a lot of invested in this. You and, know what I'm saying? And my trout with hometown hero Griggs, yeah. man. He in that, in that yeah. Patriots lineup. So. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Either way, either way, we're bringing a chip back to Ohio, right? What's either some way. Super Bowl memories, man? What's some Super Bowl memories for you? Man, for me, probably probably the earliest memory I have of the Super Bowl is actually almost getting to go to the Super Bowl. Wow. Um, my 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 babysitter's dad was like the man, apparently. Like he knew he <laughs> he, he knew the plugs. He knew the plugs. Talk about so, the plug. Early on in life, like probably when I was probably like nine, I got to go to the nineteen ninety Reds World Series off of him being college roommates with Dave Whitfield, who played for the A's at the time. Level up. So we went to that. <laughs> I got to, and he has daughters. I was the only young little like son boy, like kid in his life. Right. So he definitely extended a hand and invited me to something that I'll never forget. So Mr. Dunn, I always appreciate you for that. Super dope. But Super Bowl wise, he also knew <laughs> Chris Collinsworth, actually. Oh, okay. And uh, almost, almost headed to the. I was young. I was, you know, babyish. But he tells the story that you know he would have brought me to that too. You know, I would have gotten to go to the before the before the the shakeup in the in the mid or late eighties when the Bengals would almost make it and then lose. <laughs> uh, but as far as far as partying go, man, it's always something like t- like today. My mom. Early in the week, hit me up, like, you coming through for the Super Bowl. I'm like, get to the point where it's like, I kind of want to just chill and watch mm-hmm. it. But what you talking about? Like, I'm talking about <laughs> mac and table? cheese. I'm talking about ribs. They done bought three slabs. Uh, I'm like, I know Pops is using the smoker right now, getting them perfect. So I'm there. So we always get to get together, like, you know, light gathering, just something chill. It's just, it's just for me, man, it's all about the commercials. It's all about the... You know, the, the halftime show, I'm looking forward to seeing just, JT. Yeah, JT tear it down. So, for me, it's just a, like, it used to be a lot better than it is. The mm. memories and as far as, like, the commercials, all the, you know, Budweiser, oh. all, all those things back in the day. Like, I feel, yeah, I feel like <laughs> I feel like it was more story time on Monday about commercials than it is now. But half the time, you didn't see half of them already because yeah. they're already putting them out. Yep. So. You know, it's it's just a really a, a time to get together, man. Just kick back and enjoy some enjoy some lazy time for real. Absolutely, my probably the biggest Super Bowl memory is me making my very first bet. Mm. My very first bet <laughs> was in sixth grade. The Buffalo Bills were taking on the New York Giants, mm. and as soon as you said Bills, we knew what happened, sir. Exactly. <laughs> so. This was right around the era of Super Tecmo Bowl. Okay. Two weeks in a row talking about Super Tecmo right, Bowl. Right, right. How about that? <laughs> so I used to play with the Bills. Jim Kelly, uh-huh. Thurman Thomas, Andre Reed, yeah. Bruce Smith. 
And, you know, one of the homeboys used to play with the Giants, and I used to beat him. You know what I'm saying? He had LT, but he was like, yo, man, this offense is too powerful. Yeah. And that's, like, really when I really started watching NFL football heavy. So yeah. I felt like, okay, I know the game. i like, I know what's going to happen. Me and my dude, Ramsey Vassar, never forget that. <laughs> uh, we made a $5 bet. And that's big. Big money that's in sixth big, grade, yeah. bro. What's that? What was that 93, 94? Uh, man, somewhere around early, there. Early, early, early 90s. Early 90s. I, know that. I know early 90s for sure. 91, so, 92 maybe. I watched the game, watching the <laughs> game. I'm nervous. I'm like, man, he's, I thought this was going to be a blow. I thought this was going to be a cakewalk because I was watching tons of ESPN. Like, yo, Jeff Hostetler started. Sims is hurt. I was like, oh, the backup plan. This is a cakewalk. I'm like, I'm winning this $5. They lose. And matter of fact, that was also the Super Bowl when Whitney Houston tore it down mm. with the uh, Star Spangled Banner. Yeah. And uh, she was dope. I, I was still like, use that at least once a year. I do a function that would ask me to have a national anthem. Smart move. That's the go-to. That's go the to, standard. Go-to. That, that and Marvin Gaye. <laughs> yeah. That and Marvin Gaye one. And uh, so, okay, long story short. Scott Norwood misses the field goal, and I'm thinking to myself, where the hell am I going to get $5 from? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> like, $5 lasted you a good yeah. couple of weeks at the like, candy I got, store then. I got $10 for lunch for the week. Yeah. Like, uh, I got to eat. So I came up to school the next day, like, ducking him. Ducking <laughs> Ramsey Vassar. Like, yo, he going to want this bread. He going to want this ASAP. bread. <laughs> so I'm like, ducking him. Like, all right, man, I got to figure out something by third period <laughs> so i'm looking at the map on the on the uh front board and i'm looking at the state of new york Ding. <laughs> i gotta out so we keep come up to me third period run up on me like yo new york won new york won new york won i was like yup new york did win but you said new york you didn't say the giants <laughs> buffalo is in new york so they both won. Right. Didn't pay. <laughs> yeah. Kids are foul. Hey, you gotta find a way. You gotta find Kids a way. Kids are foul. I owe that man five dollars to this day, and I ain't paying him. Yeah. And you know what? I was nervous when I went to my classroom. I was like, man, what if I see Ramsey and he asked me about that damn five dollars? <laughs> Will I give it to him? Right. Probably not. No. <laughs> Didn't specify. <laughs> Foul, foul. Right. Oh, that man, five dollars, and I don't plan on paying. And hey, that's man. how kids wiggle out of stuff, man. <laughs> My kids do that same stuff to me all the time. When I, you know, I might say something that, that they know what I'm saying, but then they go back and let's rewind the tape and let's see what you said, Dad. <laughs> you know, they one of them kids. So. Man, this is just wild out here, man. Speaking yeah. of that, man, lots of people went into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, Pro Football Hall of Fame. Man, you know what this felt like for me? This is probably one of the first classes that like. Pretty much everybody that's on there impacted me and my football fan. That's how you know you're getting older, exactly. man. Exactly. This is this is the one for me, man. This is the one like, you know, for me it was being a being you know only child, single parent. I got other things. Sports was my life. Mm-hmm. That's how I, that's how I met people. That's how I yeah. made friends. So I fell in love with all sports that involved the ball at a very young age, and to see Ray Lewis, to see. Uh, Dude from Philly, I'm sorry. Brian Dawkins. Yeah, Dawkins. Um, Randy Moss. Mossy. Moss is in the building. T.O. is in the building. I mean, yeah, it just it just feels good to like to be like, oh yeah, he played for Philly. He played for San Fran. He played for us. He played, you know, I can 
I know the rundown of these guys, yeah. and it, it feels good, man. I'm happy for him. I'm very happy for him, especially for my guy, Mr. Randy Moss. Oh, absolutely. He's my number one, man. Randy Moss, she, he made – he changed the way I play Madden today. <laughs> There's always a receiver that I hot route. Go deep, bro. Go. Go. <laughs> hey, man, look, man. Randy Moss is – my favorite receiver of all time. I know. Yeah. I mean, I, I watched Jerry Rice coming mm-hmm. up. I know how dope Jerry Rice is. I caught him on the, you know what I'm saying, the tail end of his 49ers days and obviously his career with the Raiders where he went to another Super mm-hmm. Bowl. I know how dope Jerry Rice is. Absolutely. Don't get me twisted. Absolutely. He's the best receiver of all time. But the most exciting, the most yeah. fearful receiver is Randy Moss, man. Man. You see that arm go up. It's over, bruh. Six four four two, dude. <laughs> fun fact, fun fact. Florida State University kicked him out of school for marijuana. Mm. Way to go, Knowles. Mm. Way to go. Mm. You kicked out Randy and Moss. Think about this. They also had Randy Moss, Lavernius Coles, mm. Peter Ward, and Quan Bolden all on this team at the same damn time. Wow. I thought I thought wasn't, wasn't and Ron Dugan wasn't Peter Warwick and Warren Dunn. Nah, they no, they're no overlap. Okay, I think I may be wrong on Anquan Bowden, but I know Lavernius Coles, Peter Warwick, Randy Moss, and Ron Dugans were all on the team at the same <laughs> damn time. That challenges some of the Miami teams from like that 2000 Miami or Bruh. yeah, he has 2000 Miami, 2001 maybe one of them, but with Andre Johnson and. Twelve other people, you know. Yeah, like, <laughs> twelve other dude, names you know. Like that's like one of them things. Like you just look back, and be like, dude, why did y'all? What, what was y'all thinking, man? It's, it's weed. And then you think about like, cause I watched that Rand University uh, mm, yeah. special. That was, yeah, that was great, put, well, great. Well, well, well put together. Great man. And talks about him wanting to go to Notre Dame. Luke Holtz having him in there, mm-hmm. and they like, nah, man, we can't, we can't have it. Yeah. So it's, Notre Dame, way to go. Florida State, way to go. All these, Marshall University, yeah. you got one. He got you. He got you one. About to be Randy Moss uh, Stadium here in a minute. In a minute, him. Oh man, he's man, an animal dog. Yeah, just just crazy. Just just to be that tall, that and, and that's back to when over the middle, like 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 Keith Byers said, you had to pay a toll. You mm-hmm. had you mm-hmm. had to, if you were coming across the middle for anything, you know you getting lit up. And receivers then to be a receiver in that era of football, like. You can't. He didn't always run go routes. He, yeah. he he was good at them. Yeah, but he ran that slant, that yeah, dig. He and I was uh, I rooted for the Patriots when they played the Giants the yeah. first time. The only reason <laughs> I rooted for them is because of Randy Moss. Yeah, I, dude, like I love that dude, man. Yeah. That is my guy, Love man. I'm so happy for him, man. And I never been to the Hall of Fame, but after they put the Moss in and get his. And we should and we should go, man. We should we we should just make it a little road trip. Yeah, a little you can't make this a road trip. Got to, I man. I think I want to do that. Got to see the most, man. Because because I want to be in the building too. You 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 know Ray Lewis' speech is gonna be a one. You know the he speech came is, out. You know it's gonna be. Jig. You know it's gonna be a one. And man. these are people that have some extreme past, you know, like and, and to be here t- today, T.O. included, T.O. included, <laughs> Dawkins included. I Facts. think Dawkins got into some DUI stuff. I believe. Yeah, man. Like this is the this is the this is the dirty class, and I like it. I like it. Second chance class. Second chance class. Yeah, man. We all know Ray Lewis's yeah. alleged past <laughs> right. down there in Atlanta a couple 
a couple moons ago, man. Mm-hmm. But uh, yo, man, we gotta say goodbye to the compact disc for real. Deuces, man. Uh, Best Buy is no longer going to carry CDs. Wow. Yes, that era is. We talk about that all the time. Over, man. They're gonna it's closing up shop, and now Target is next on that list to no longer carry CDs, man. What's the first CD you bought? You're gonna laugh, man. Crisscross? <laughs> nope. It was the high five. Oh! But it was the greatest hits greatest joint. Greatest hits. The greatest hits joint. I like that. was the first one, one that I actually like put my own money to and bought. And then I literally, to be to have this question asked to me now is funny because the moment I bought it, I can remember it sitting out and smoke coming over and telling me, Man, you bought that? I'm like, yeah, he like, you bought that, bought that? Like, <laughs> Like, like it wasn't no, you remember, like, we talked about the little CD thing where you spend the penny and get to pick a couple when it come yeah. in the mail. Like, we was hitting yeah. no scam. Like, and I went and bought this. And he looked at me like, bro, there's a lot of stuff out right now. He like, that that was choice one. <laughs> so, like, I, I, just, I just remember bro. getting clowned a little bit with that. But, I mean, I wasn't really, I didn't really start digging into music, music probably until I was close to a teenager as far as, like, like my my ten year old now has excess you know music leads and YouTube where she can sing along. She's she's played the finesse remix <laughs> forty times yesterday. Dude, easy. So I, I have a person I'm related to by marriage who has watched that <laughs> Grammys performance about a million times. So yes, I feel your pain. So but just that whole experience, man, that whole CD experience. That's that's the core of my generation. You know, Dude. the generation that I come from. That was I got very funny and terrifying and you name it stories that involve going in and out of Best Buy to get some CDs. Dude, so many, so many stories. <laughs> so many. My first CD I ever bought was the Above the Rim soundtrack. Mm. Super dope soundtrack. Of course, it was like basically a death row soundtrack. Yeah. They came up with so many tracks on there. It got the SWV remix with the Wu-Tang Clan. And the reason I bought it is because my brother had the tape. I was like, well, I got a brand new CD player for my birthday. I'm going to buy me a CD. And went to the mall. Since that was the hottest thing out at the time, well, shoot, I'm going to buy the CD. Buy the CD. Looking for a certain song by Tupac Shakur called (laughs) Pain. Yeah. It's not on the CD, bruh. The special songs were only on the tape, man. (laughs) I was crushed, man. I was so heartbroken. I was, it's still a great CD. It's still a dope CD. But without Tupac Pain and Tupac Loyal to the Game with Tretch, mm-hmm. it's not the same. Yeah. It's not the same, dog. No. I was crushed, man. <laughs> it, they did a did a young boy file back yeah. in the day, man. <laughs> I just I, I just looked just to be curious. I wanted to see when it released. The high five came out October 11, 94. Ooh. So that puts me at about 12. When is the border rim That's right about that. Out. Sounds about right. Cause I think I, I was, was in sixth too, grade too when this I, soundtrack came I out. Had, I had a bunch of like OGs in the neighborhood that was just old enough to where, you know, back then it wasn't nothing to to grab someone's tape out mm-hmm. their room yeah. when they had 60 of them laying around. Let me yeah. hear a couple of these. And then you go home and you listen to some music. You don't even know how you acquired it. You know, you just, next thing you know, you got music. That's how I felt my music catalog was up, up until, you know, maybe. 14, 15 years old, and I really started going and buying CDs, and, and that was a thing. You know, you got in the car, you rode up and down the Berg all day, 
banging that new 400 degrees because it was Woo! time to it was time to hit the summertime up and down the berg for eight hours <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> uh, but the rim soundtrack came out March 22nd, 94. So I was like 14. Though. Mm. Yikes. Damn. Time flies. 94 brother. was a good year for us. Hey, <laughs> hey. Some heat, man. Definitely yeah. some heat, man. Oh, man. I'm looking at that. I'm about to, you know what? You know, the, I do that every time I do a Clash reunion. I, I started digging into like what came out that year, what came out their junior year, what came out, you know, the years of high school. Yeah. And you start looking back now at this age and this time at 97, 98, 99, 96 type music. It's some heat out there. Some heat, man. Some heat, <laughs> that was, man. That was, that was a great time for hip-hop and R&B. I'll tell you that. Absolutely, man. Which kind of transitioned us into our new feature yeah. on You Can't we're Make not, South We're not too in now. I'm, I'm getting these transitions down. Hey, man. you know. We're not you know, too in. I like, I like how you work, man. <laughs> so it's something we came up with. It's like. A classic CD revisited. Yeah. And, you know, a couple, what, maybe a month ago, Mace was in the news heavy. Him yeah. and Cameron had beef. And, and I learned something today from this. No, no, I'm going to let you finish. I, oh, okay. I, I just want to say I learned something today that I really didn't know by doing some research on the topic. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. I like this. Learn I like something. this, man. Appreciate you, brother. No, no <laughs> question, man. So Mace was in the news heavy because of his little situation with Cameron that they always go Seems like every two years they go at each other's yeah. throat or whatever. And Mace finally responded with a diss record, which brought up into question Mace as a rapper, as an MC. Yeah. What what did he really do? What did he really do? All we know is he had the Harlem world. He was the sidekick, the puff, mm-hmm. dancing, shiny suit. So, like, they look at the Harlem world CD and they're like, is it really classic? So I was like, you know what? Let's revisit that CD. Let's find out. If it stood, stands the test of time, or was it just something for the era? Yeah. So, when you re-listen to it, what did you think? Number one, when I pulled it up on that Apple Music, yes, I'm looking. I'm like, damn, I forgot this was 20 songs. And it's a it's a lot of like skits and intros. Diddy shouting out the the block, and you know, it's 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 really a track. It, it's a well put together album. When you look at that album, twenty, almost one year, one years later, mm-hmm. I mean, it's amazing to see how some of these songs and who was even working at that time. You know, yeah. I, you know, I saw you know you know you know Stevie J with the Bad Boy that was in his pocket. He had yeah. some tracks on here, just some of the people he worked with, some of the songs on here, like. I mean, one of one of my favorites on on that is that uh feels so good. Absolutely. That twenty four hours. Yeah. That, that's my jam. Uh, what's the last one that um, uh, tell me what you want to hear? What you want? Yeah. Just solid want. songs that I still play at weddings and parties and throwback moments of the nights and I mean just solid a solid album, bro. I'm glad we differ on this because <laughs> we agree a lot. You don't and think it's solid? I think on the the re-listen, the songs that stood out uh-huh. weren't the hits of that. No, 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 no. Oh, shit. We playing the intro. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> it played by mistake. <laughs> uh, the songs that like were like the go-tos then are the go-to now. Yeah. There's a lot of fucking trash on this album, dog. 
It's a lot of bad songs on here, man. But I was trying to now. I will say this: I was trying to listen to what he like the verbiage. I was looking at the lyrics, like like while he's rapping. Like I'm just trying to get into it, you know. And there's certain songs on here that are definitely a waste. Like they they flooded. They this could have been twelve to thirteen. Yeah. And I mean, I appreciate the album because it does take you to a certain place in a certain time. And and you have that feeling, but like, whoo! Obviously, you talked about feel so good. Tell me what you want. Twenty four hours. Cheat on you. Always like that song. Yeah. Uh, of course, I like jealous guy. Yeah. But you really want to hurt me? <laughs> you really? Ooh, that that was a tough listen, bro. <laughs> that was a yeah. tough yeah. listen for me, man. Because um, I, I I got home from the grocery store. Started planning, putting up the groceries, started doing some laundry, cleaning up around the house. And, I, you know, there's certain songs I don't have to listen to. I don't have to listen to Feel So Good. I don't yeah. have to listen to Tell Me What You Want because I already know this this joint. But th- there's some songs on here that See, that's are, what I did. Are, are cringeworthy. Like, uh, where is it? Did you uh, like uh, the player way? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, at... At first glance, I was like, oh, this got to be my shit. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, I should have banged this. Ball and G? Ooh, yeah. Little little on the, yay. <laughs> Not so entertaining as it once was. And then also the song with Monifa, I had turned that shit off. Yeah. I was like, this shit That's is terrible. <laughs> to me, there was enough. It was a, I, I guess it was enough memories for me to be like, I remember playing this. I remember, like, having this CD. Yeah, I remember banging the hell out of the CD <laughs> a lot. I, 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 were, remember I was at the right state when this came out. Yeah. So the the loops around the woods uh-huh. and my Honda Civic with my tens turned to the max banging <laughs> mace to get those looks. Yeah, that it was a go to CD. Yeah. And, and any Catch song you just used to do laps around yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, do a lap. Yeah. In the Honda yeah. Civic, <laughs> the the, the eighty five <laughs> Honda Civic. Watch out for that boy. But yeah, man, it it was a it's a lot of like this, even the song with Buster Rhymes isn't good. Like it's a lot of songs on here that I'm thinking to myself like, yo, I used to play this a lot. Like, yikes! <laughs> so as I look back on it, there's only one, two, three, four. I'll give it six songs on here that I that I like now. I don't even know if that's a good thing or a bad thing because I feel like those songs that I listened to back then were just of the era yeah. and, and the mode and the moment and and the where music was and where you danced and had a good time. But that do you really want to hurt Maze? That that <laughs> that took me to the left with it, bro. Like that song is fucking terrible. <laughs> But I love doing this because <laughs> it, it shows that, like, you know, we're trying not to be so nostalgic because that a lot of our podcast is about, oh, remember this? That was so dope. But I want to bring light to this. God. Man, what sample is that? I got to know. <laughs> oh, God. No, turn it off. Turn it off. Now, I don't want to sound like I'm disrespectful to the man because, I mean, at the time in yeah, 1997, it felt, it, it felt, right, yeah. it felt great. <laughs> but like I'm, I didn't make the Bad Boy reunion tour. I don't envision them performing. Do you really want to hurt Mason? No. I envision them performing. Tell me what you want. Feel so good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
And Pop, he, maybe and, even the player way. And there is there is a couple interludes, and so there's, there's three songs on here that I'm just, a fan of the ludes. I'm a fan <laughs> of the ludes. That was the era of the interlude. Oh, I mean, man. like you think about NWA, like almost kind of like started the interlude mm-hmm. in the intro and outro and these skits and everything like that. And Dr. Dre with the chronic and all that type of stuff. It mm-hmm. really gave an album a beginning, middle, and end. It had a theme. Unlike a lot of music that comes out today where it just seems like, oh, we made this song. We made this song. So just put it all out and voila. I think, I think I'm going to challenge us to do a favorite interlude next, next week. Ooh, okay. I'm, D- I'm with that. I'm with that, Dig man. into a couple favorites. So what do you rate this album now? Because I know what I thought back then. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> I still want to give it. I love this feature. I love this feature. I still want to give it a a, a, a B minus C plus. <laughs> yeah. I still want to just because of there's a. It, this also was the era too, where you play the song, and then you hit stop, and you hit rewind. Yeah. And then you hit stop. If you was take care of your stuff, and then you <laughs> and then you hit play again. So like it Back was though. that you listen to songs, you certain songs just meant you know rock that, it to the tape pop. That that jealous guy that oh yes. that uh, feels so good. There's certain songs that I don't need the lyrics for. You yeah, know, I feel like I pretty much can get through a karaoke session if I need to. You yeah, know, like there's some solid songs, and then listening back. I think the collective body of work, as far as like the people that's on it, the amount of the amount of artists that's on it is like. I still like it. I just like it, man. It has. Yo, Cardan, come here. Let me you. <laughs> yeah, what up, Cardan, son. <laughs> she was not 19. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is a five, bro. I mean, you had Jay. I get it's had, a five. You had Kim. You had the locks. You had Total Bus. But they, it wasn't hot, though. <laughs> it just. It, the, the best song on there by far for me is. 24 hours to live. I mean, everybody yeah. brings it. DMX kills it at yeah. the end. I mean, it's a dope song, dope concept. It's a it's of the era. I knew I know for a fact I probably gave that album like a eight or a nine in that yeah. time frame. But today, listening back to it yesterday, it's a fiver. I should I know we should have did on, on this. I wasn't even thinking until just now. We should have hit up somebody from Harlem to get they. Ooh. Get they, oh, just just or even a New York person. Hey, just we, to, we know a couple people. Yeah. We know a couple. We might people. have to might have had them comment during the week on yeah, the, matter on the fact, Facebook post. Tell us how you feel about Mace's album. Go revisit the album. You know what we're gonna try to do is uh start revisiting these classic albums from the '90s and early 2000s. See yeah. how we really feel about them today. Yeah. And, you know. Give us your feedback on IG, on Facebook, you know, when we post this up there, you know. Tell us how you feel about the album. Am I tripping? Is Big Kev tripping? I mean, DJ Killer Kev tripping? What's <laughs> what's the problem? Am I I'm too harsh on it? I'm just saying, let me know. I think it's tough to look at it now as anything other than what was happening then. You know what okay. I'm saying? Like, that's how I feel. I feel like the, the, the 90s and the T-top, SS Monte Carlo rolling down the street and it just I know I played this a lot (laughs) and I'm trying to not I'm trying to not throw all that time away (laughs) a lot of good memories to this camp and you not taking them away from me (laughs) I feel you bro I feel you man so 
Yes, I encourage everybody to take this take this journey with us as we revisit revisit some of these dope albums yeah, from the past definitely. and see where they where they stand now, man. So yeah. yeah, that's that's something new that we bring it to the table, man. Yeah, Cleveland Cavaliers. If I'm gonna just fact, let you go. I'm gonna just let you go. I'm I'm about to go. Hold on. Okay, he's got notes, people. No, this is what I'm about to do. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> Straight trash, bro. They and this they, is convenient too. They gotta this shake is, it up in the next before this trade deadline. Somebody got to go, and it ain't necessarily like they have enough name roster on paper power. Yeah. To get, they gotta get younger. Facts. They turn into the new Spurs, but without pop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what it's kind of looking like to be down at thirty-five points at one, you know, one point last night against Houston. I mean, they got blown out by Detroit before blown Blake out by showed OKC. up. Before Blake showed up, yeah, one hundred forty-eight. OKC put up on them. It's been some problems, bro, and a lot of it too. When I'm watching it, it do feel like. Whoever is defending the ball is on an island because the other ones is like, like your man, bro. You know, it's like. It's very pickup basketball yeah, ass. Like, it, man, that's your dude. You worry about him. I'm worried about mine. LeBron included. LeBron, LeBron is, is rather complain or look frustrated than roll, taking that extra time to help on D. You know, he got dunked on by Nene last night. It, it's just, it's problems. But I, when IT's on the floor, defense is. You know he he got caught in a, in a in a pick with Capella last night, and I'm looking like, bro, come on, man. Like, why are we even? They should just stop the wh- blow whistle and say two points, and then just take the ball out. <laughs> now I'm not gonna front like I'm a basketball facade or whatever the word is. I'm just say, look, man, effort is key. Mm. They're not giving maximum effort. And I, that's understandable. It's the dog days of the NBA, man. Look at the Golden State. They ain't playing like they was early in the season. But the biggest thing about Golden State and the Cavs is when Golden State loses, it's like by eight, ten points. Mm-hmm. Like, they just, all right, man, they got us. All right. They played a tough one with Denver last yeah, night and went yeah. to the last 30 seconds before it got out of hand. Those problems are fixable. Yeah. These problems with the Cavaliers, I don't think there's anything of you can get younger. Like, you can't, like, no. oh, man, we're going to turn back the hands of time and make D-Wade 25 yeah. again. You're not going to make D-Rose knees better again. Like, it's just not. And the simple fact that nobody is accountable, I see a lot of bad body language out there. Whenever mm-hmm. somebody drives to the lane and gets a dunk, everybody like, oh, that was a step right. over. Or, I mean, you look at Anderson last night. I mean, we all know all he does is blaze threes, dog. Yeah, yeah he ain't. He would drive to the hole just to drive backwards to go back to the people <laughs> online. <laughs> and I mean, the thing about this, James Harden, the possible MVP of the league, had a shitty game last night, mm-hmm. and they smoked you by thirty-two. Chris 30. Paul was a LeBron went out with like three minutes left in the third and didn't and didn't see sweat again that night. Hey man, and this and, and and normally I'm more and I'm not the biggest LeBron fan, but normally LeBron will come back in in the fourth, no matter if they're down. Harden did down a whole <laughs> ton of points, and if <laughs> it just to try to see if like, all right, let's see if we can chip away and see what can happen, or even could could like, yo, I, I got eleven points, nine rebounds, nine assists. Let me get this quick triple double just for 
just for shits and grins for my stats. That didn't even happen. So I know there's some type of disconnect with the team. Uh, can't blame Kevin Love. It wasn't his fault because he's not out there. He's got a broken hand. So who else you going to blame? Like, it's tons of blame to go around, man. You ready to hear this? I think this is important. LeBron, 33. D. Rose, 29. Isaiah Thomas, 28. Dwayne Wade, 36. Tristan Thomas, 26. Kevin Love, 29. J.R., 32. Corva, 36. Crowder, 27. Shump, 27. Jeff Green, 31. Coderone, 36. Shannon Fry, 34. Bro, they... I think that combined with 15 years of NBA on LeBron, mm-hmm. we are seeing a 6, 7, and 8 seed, hopefully. Wow. You know, like, for, they, they don't change nothing. They're not going to just all of a sudden, that 13-game run they went on early in the season, donezo. That's not, the morale, when this happens to a team in the middle of a season like this, all-star break ain't going to help it. You know, it, it takes actual effort. Yeah, definitely. Effort. I will say this. I still think they're going to go to the finals. I still think that LeBron, quote-unquote, has that switch, which I despise, uh, that he'll turn it up in the playoffs. I don't necessarily think his teammates are good enough to do much more than they're doing right now. Uh, but I know for a fact LeBron will turn it up, whether it go in zero dark 23 or whatever the hell he calls mm-hmm. it. He'll turn it up. They'll get back to the finals. They'll get smoked by Golden State or the Rockets or, hell, even <laughs> the Spurs. Who yeah. knows is going to come out the West. It's a, it's open field over there. But they will get smoked in the finals no matter who they play. But I still think they're going to go to the finals. My biggest problem with the Cavs is, is LeBron. Yeah. He constantly says, these are my guys. I got I I this, I this, this is my team. Well, if it's your team, lead by example, because you didn't lead by example last night. That no. is for sure. No. And then to put salt on the wound, you're talking about take us off national televised games. We 0-8. We getting smacked. Please do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wasting my time. <laughs> right. Like, ooh, it's going to be a good one tonight. Nope. I, I got to do more laundry today because I didn't do <laughs> enough of it yesterday. Trying to get this done for the Super Bowl now, blaming you for the right. So my mishaps. But. Rumors came out <laughs> midweek what, that LeBron was going to jump ship in the offseason, take a meeting with Golden State. What you think about that? Man, if that happens, bro, I'm, I think I, I will be – what would be the point of playing A2 games to play 20 games that we know – it's an 85%, 90% chance that you're going to be in the last four mm-hmm. or the last seven, you know, whatever, last four to seven. There's no way they can – if they veto um, Chris Paul Hola, and they don't veto LeBron, if that ever got to that point, the NBA is just done. So There's no way that can happen. <laughs> no way. Man, I don't think it's going to happen. I say there's a 0% yeah. chance he even takes a meeting with Golden State. But I will say – Offseason LeBron is going to come down to three teams. It's going to come down to the Cavs, the Rockets, and the Clippers. That's 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 my story, and I'm sticking to yeah. it. I think it's going to come down to those three I'm, teams. I'm going to put one more in there What's just up? because, and that's the young Lakers. Really? I, I could see them shipping off Ingram, or shipping, not maybe not Ingram, but shipping <laughs> off some people. Cause I think LeBron love he he got a, he loves L A. Yeah, 
So Clippers, you know, Clippers and Lakers, I put in the same kind of sauce. Clippers need them, but the Lakers always magic can get you. Man, I don't. They, hey, they, they don't broke the bait before. You remember that <laughs> that dude, Lonzo Ball? Mm-hmm. That nigga trash. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Ship them. They they want they could they could they could get two or three guys on. Oh, so you think it ain't to play with Lonzo? It's the Hey, Cavs, we give you this motherfucker. It might not necessarily be Lonzo. It might be Lonzo to play with, or it might not. They might have to get rid of Kuzma or get rid of Larry Nance. They or, ain't giving up no Kuzma. But they're going to have to ship somebody if they will the bronze in the picture. They'll give up Clarkson. They'll give up. They can't. They'll give up Ingram. they not giving yeah. up Kuzma. I uh, wouldn't give up Kuzma. I wouldn't. I wouldn't give up Kuzma. I wouldn't give up Kuzma. I wouldn't give up Randall. I'd give up Randall. I'd give him. Well, I'd I'd give, you got Nance. I, yeah, I'd give him Clarkson. I give him uh, Ingram, but the only player on the team that I'm like, yeah, y'all can't have is is uh, is uh, Kuzma. That's the only player. Everybody, hey man, y'all can have all the rest of these motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, Kuzma's a dog. Yeah, yeah he's he's, he's an animal dog. But yeah, man, LeBron, get it together, player. Get I just hope that whatever decision is made, that it's not like it was with the whole. Calling the fucking press conference in the gym to say you leaving. Nah, I think he's he's definitely learned matured his lesson and learned his lesson. <laughs> and not only he's mature, but his team around him is mature. Yeah, I think like I I I give LeBron a lot of I needle and pry LeBron like oh you shouldn't do that. Oh, yeah. But you know you gotta think, man. Not only when that happened, he was young. His whole circle was young. Yeah. You know, they were learning on the job, so to speak. Yeah. You know, and for all in all, even though it was shitty and us from being from Ohio, we hated it. The money went to a good cause. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, you got enough money to give to a great cause without doing that corny shit. Right. So <laughs> I think LeBron will do it much more tactful, much in a way, same way. He was very tactful when he came back to the Cavs. I think if he leaves the Cavs, there will be an article posted on the Players' Tribune, and that'll be that, and he'll just show up on training camp for somebody. LeBron, LeBron shouldn't have to lead though. LeBron should have enough Kobe-ism, enough Jordan-ism to bring you here. You know what I'm saying? Like, But they tried that, but they just tried that with the, with the average of 29 instead of the 24. Three and twenty-four. Well, people keep talking about giving up that first-round pick that uh, the Dude. Nets. No way, bro. I'm not giving that no. up for nobody unless yeah. it's Anthony Davis or Carl Anthony Towns. Those are the only two players yeah. that I'm giving up that pick for. Because if LeBron leaves, I need to make sure I get. Didn't the Cats have Wiggins? Yeah, they mm. get they got K Love for him. Mm. I'm not. I'm not. You know, a lot of people say that was a bad thing, but you know, ultimately, at the end of the day, Kevin Love helped them win a championship. Yeah. So I'll, I'll let that slide. But this, they can't give up that pick, man. No. They can't. No. The only, only way, the only way, you get it all. Give up that pick is if a borderline Austin <laughs> Bron says, "Yeah, I'm signing a three year deal, three or five year deal." That's the only way because if if you trade the pick. And you get back pieces or whatever. I saw something that you would get. They Lakers want to pick. They would get give them Clarkson, Randall, and somebody else. And it's like, eh. they would get younger. Thank goodness, mm-hmm. but they would give up all that to get him or whatever. 
and then he walks and you no longer have that pick, you're yeah. donezo. You can't lose them both. Can't lose them both, <laughs> man. And the only way you can lose them both is getting rid of the pick. Yeah. If he leaves, he leaves. That's on him. And Brooklyn playing shitty ball. Exactly, man. So that's going to be a good pick. But news broke. I'm talking like major news. Mm. Like news that affects you, me, man, the whole fucking world. Mm. Black time, nigga. Black time, black time, black time. Hey, oh. man. I'm liking it, Owen Kirk. I'm liking it. I, I saw that post about the early bird tickets and the locations, and I'm like, oh. Time to get these thoughts together. So, man, look, we broke this down for you, bro. <laughs> Back in right before Christmas, Kurt hit me up. I'm like, yo, we need the new voiceover. I'm like, bro, I'm a little tied up at the moment with this whole Christmas thing. I'll be in and out of town. He's like, okay. Hit me up with another reminder, like a couple days in the new year. Any word about that uh, intro? I was like, yeah, you know, beginning of the year, I'm trying to get settled with work, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Until last week, I was like, uh, free time. Let me go to the station a little bit, knock out this intro. Started working on it, didn't like where I was going. So I was like, eh, I'll do it later. So one day after work, it's like about 4.30, I was finishing up some stuff. Man, building is like kind of like almost like a ghost town. I'm like, man, it's pretty empty here early on a Thursday. <laughs> mm, fuck it, studio. I was like. Let me finish this up. So I was uh, working on a new intro. Send it to him. He loved it. Sent it to you. Yeah. Got a lot of positive feedback from it. Boom. Next fucking day. <laughs> Early bird tickets. Boom. Day after that, we got venues. Yeah. So what I'm trying to say is, or ask, was I holding that shit up? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> if I was, I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe, because it did, it did kind of go back to back to back all of a sudden. It was... It was uh, I gotta eat. The, got the got the text. I'm, I press play. The wife, the wife is ear hustling from the bed. I was I was down the hall and she was like, "What's that?" I was like, "Oh, okay, just send me sound like what they're gonna be using for the promo, promo." And then she like, "Oh, let me hear it." So she she wanted to hear it. And then next thing I know, it's like you say, black top posters are flying. I'm like, like damn, mm. homie, didn't and, know. And I know it's being seen because. I booked a gig with the good homie Brandon McKinney for 2019. We was in conversation, and uh, he was like, "So what's up with this black tie thing?" Uh oh. And I said, "Brother, let me tell you something. This will be the third year." I said, "It's been the probably the most solid thing I can count on as far as a good time each year. It's been great. They the top A one service from top to bottom as far as locations, as far as." The effort put into it by the organizers, I mean, it's top to bottom, it's, it's A1. And he's like, I might have to put a little razzle-dazzle on. I said, yeah, you might. You, for this one, you do. Yeah, man. This one, you do. So, uh, new location alerts, man. Yeah, and I like it, too. It, it feels like I can see it. You know, I can see. I've done enough, I've done enough golf, golf courses, you know, gigs, and those those. Those can get turned up, man. Mm, never been out there. Never yeah. been out there, I haven't man. either. I, I uh, Googled it. I'm 29 minutes from the crib. <laughs> it's manageable. It's yeah. manageable. So. Country Club of the North. Yeah, out in Xenia. Saturday, I wonder June what the room 2nd. situation is. Like, I might have to. Because it's one thing to have a great time. 
but nothing in that great time and had to tear down equipment if, uh, I, if I'm going to be a part of the event. You never you know. You never know. You I'll never be there know. regardless to help out, <laughs> so I'll be tearing down equipment regardless. Now, you know what? White Party got a new location, too. That that nice one. That Dayton Racket Club. Mm-hmm, that 29th flow. You've DJed there before, right? Absolutely. Okay, so uh, what can we expect? Man, the White Party... Has been solid, solid. It's been it, it's been the kickoff event, you know. Absolutely. If it's been the event that just gets the blood flowing for the weekend, that you know, it's had great, great participation from the people. You know, hundreds of people have been coming. Um, you know, the whole situation with the taste in the tent, that kind of layout, just kind of. Some people, you know, when you get in those kind of situations, we we live in an era now where before. We was partying, leaving the club, hair sweated out, clothes sweated out. Life is in disarray, just trying to figure it all out. Now we a little more polished. Yeah. So the whole, you know, I got it. I got a spot that I like. I'm kind of content right here. Yeah. yeah so I'm the mingle isn't as necessary now at 35 as it once was. Yeah. You know, we, we was out there rolling the dice. You know, trying to trying to mingle. But I think with a bigger with a bigger venue like that, you know, that allows to either have. You know, I don't know none of the details, so this is all just guessing. But <laughs> allow you to have either the one main room dedicated to a white party that would hold hundreds of people, or you can use the whole layout like they've done in the past and have two rooms. I don't know, I don't know if that's needed. We'll see. More more people are coming, so it might be. Bruh. But all in all, that's that's been that kickoff. That that white party has been solid. Home run. Yeah. Home great, run. Great. I mean, it's super early. Let me was uh February. This goes down uh the first weekend in June. Yep. So, you know, that, still first, got time. Period? Still got time to get in shape, people. Oh yeah. Oh, and I'm ready too. <laughs> I've been waiting for this bicker. Let me stand up for this. Slim. I've been I've been waiting for this bicker. Uh-oh. I said. Uh-oh. And we going to go Here back. Go. I'm going to find the pot. I said. Here you go. I'm going to be damn near lost 100 pounds. Before I get to see these black tie 2017 picks. Looky here, bro. I feel you. I'm upset. I got a whole new hairdo since then. I, I just took the hat off. I looked up like, whoa, what happened? Yeah, that's this has happened yeah. since then. You know what I mean? I like you. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm on deck. <laughs> hey, we out here. <laughs> you, get, are you going to get the ponytail for the <laughs> Well, first I'm getting this fro ready for Black Panther. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> that's the first mission. Then we on to the pony. Hey, man, look, man. In all seriousness, man. Black Tie Weekend is something so dope, man. And they level up each and every year, man. A yeah, one. And like I said last year, I I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna come out. Me and Nick P. <laughs> we gonna ride the golf carts when y'all getting y'all golf on. Not sure if we're gonna play, but we are gonna be out there. I'm definitely gonna be yeah. out there. We definitely we talked about uh, talked about just getting out there. That's always a good time when everybody's here. Yeah. So whether it's an official black tie event or just some fellows getting together. Yeah. We definitely gonna be out there. So Oh man. Make definitely. sure you follow Black Tie Weekend on man. IG, on Facebook and if for you more get a details. Too, check out the Country Club. Country Club of the North. Um beautiful venue, man. Beautiful. I know when you have, you know, golf courses are have the easy like valet type style driveways because golfers dropping off golf clubs. Yeah. So the valet is gonna be seamless, gonna be I mean it's just I can see the vision. I, it feels good to be to be even a part of Black Tie in any capacity that I'm you know I'm asked to be a part of it in. So yeah, I gotta see I'm how excited. much that Tesla costs for the weekend. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey! I'm already hollering at, at Big Bro. My step bro got a nice little whippy whip. 
Hey man, I, I'm trying I to get wait. dropped off. Like as they say, <laughs> I can't wait till June, man. man. It's gonna be super dope, man. Get black those tickets. Tie. Matter of fact, we're gonna put some black tie details mm -hmm. in the bio a link so you can stay connected with everything they got going on over there. And please, if you listen to this, this is the third year, okay? People come from as far and wide as you can imagine. They come from all over. When they say early bird tickets and that price, I'm telling you, yeah, it's the time to lock it in. Facts. Don't you can spend a little money from your taxes in the next couple of months and get these early bird tickets because in June when these tickets is a little more mm -hmm. and you're still trying to come, you know, you're mad you didn't. Yeah, get your early bird tickets. And don't be like me. Last year I was like waiting to the last minute to try to find something to wear. I'm already in the process of putting together the fit. Oh yeah, the fits. Yeah, I am too. With a Z. Because I've been talking about this, and I ain't going to stop probably this year. But this is my first year. I get to go to the store store. <laughs> I ain't got the online shop. I'm down I'm down enough to rock and go mingle with the with the masses. Hey, so. man. Look, man. <laughs> Be on the lookout. Yeah. It's going down. Black tie, June 1st. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. Lots of people coming in from Florida, mm. Cali, Houston. Texas, New York. Mm. Like, people are coming back to the Wright State University, man. And it's, and it's done by two amazing people that, that care about, they care about more, they care about you having a good time more than they care about themselves and, and what the time and the effort they put into it. It's not just something that a flyer was was put together five, four weeks ago and we having a party weekend. No, this is year after year of dedication and uh just A1 service, man. We appreciate DJ OPZ and Kurt. Definitely appreciate y'all. Absolutely, man. There it is. Another one in the books. 92, right? 92 podcasts for You Can't Make This Up, man. You can't make that up, man. A lot of work At and all. effort. I congratulate you for the 92, brother. I congratulate you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Make sure you follow us on all forms of social media. Well, not all of them because we ain't set them all up yet, but on <laughs> IG for sure. Yeah. You Can't Make This Up podcast. 1Kev National Grammar Twitter. DJ underscore killer underscore Kev. That's how you stay in contact with us, man. We yeah. out this band. Peace. Peace.